Good evening, everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of Cousins for Christ, where we're just three cousins who like to get together and talk about Christ. Joined once again by my cousins, Chris Mash. Yes, sir. Jeremy Hall. Hello. I'm Jeff Hall. Uh, we got another good one tonight, guys. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about service. Uh, as Christian, service in the church, service outside the church, uh, why we should serve, how we should serve. Um, so this is a good topic, one that I think is uh, it's really important. It I is. think it affects a lot of folks. So It is. It should affect all of us. Well, I mean, what's the Bible say? <clears throat> what does it tell us about service? Well, if, uh, let's see, Mark 10, verse 45, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as ransom for many. I mean, so he came to uh, to serve and not be served. Yes. All right, Matthew 20, 26 to 28. Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. And so more or less echoes what yeah, you just said. Yeah, and that's a great point because he really, Jesus could have been around but like, hey, I'm God, the Son, Son to God, worship me. And he could have outright done that, but he didn't. What did he do? He went around feeding the people. He went around preaching the word. He went around healing those. Oh, he was a servant from the moment it started. I about to say his whole life, wasn't it just yeah. one big act of service? He didn't, if you watch any kind of program or anything like that, when you see a God that they portray in the thing, they're worshipped, living like... Yeah, they're not serving in, anybody. Yeah, living Did in, Pharaoh in serve paradise? anybody, really? I mean... He was... No. He served himself. No. Served himself. <laughs> and, and isn't that something we should be careful about in this life? Serving ourselves? Yeah. How many people in this life, and I didn't even really intend to go down this road, but it was a good point. It seems like a lot of mankind today is really focused on serving themselves. They are. And it's scary to me. Well, usually you serve your top priority. And today, uh, sadly, the top priority is yourself. Well, I got a Bible verse for that. Philippians 2, 3 through 8. Do nothing for self-ambition or conceit. But in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who through, although he was in the form of God, did not count uh, equally with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of man, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. You know, I, I heard something in there, a word that I think is pretty vital to this discussion. That was humility. Humbling ourselves and thinking about others more than we do ourselves. I'm glad I wrote that one down. It just kind of worked out. I mean, that's there. a fantastic yeah. verse. I mean, really powerful. And I just, I think it kind of it really speaks to what's happening. It is. Jesus Christ himself was a servant. He's our supreme example. And like I said, he could have very well just been worshipped. I mean, there's countless verses in there that mentions countless. him as a servant. Like, I mean, there's no, there's no, and it, and it falls true to form. He was always servant. I think that is a central theme throughout the entire New Testament. And there's many, many verses uh, that speak to it. Uh, we're, we're supposed to serve others. 
and there and there's different kinds of, of service. We've got service in the church, which I believe we've broken out to talk about what you can do there, and then service outside of the church is what we can do like on a daily basis when we're not in church. What to is do that? So what's what is what's scary? What's wrong with serving ourselves, Jeremy? What's wrong with serving ourselves? Why is that bad, Jeremy? Because that Jesus, they were, they were, that we, we want to serve ourselves more than anybody else. Because, what, what, is that bad? So what Jesus said the most two important commandments is to love thy God and above all other things and to love thy neighbor as yourself. Well, if you put yourself forward, how are you loving your neighbor? You know, you always right. want to do more for everybody else and make sure they're comfortable. If you have somebody come over to your house... You go fix yourself a drink or something to eat without asking them, or do you first thing you do is get up and say, "Hey, would you like something to drink?" You're more worried about their comfort than your own. That is what it wants should be. Chris, what do you think? It's scary and wrong that this society today is focused so much on serving <clears throat> itself. I mean, there's two different things. There's just the desire for them to want to serve themselves and lift themselves higher. Than you think they're honoring else. themselves, Chris? Straight up. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can see it in society today. And then secondly, there's there's a fear like, all right, if I'm not looking out for myself, then who's looking out for me? Kind of, you know, that chip on your shoulder kind of thing? I don't know. Like, well, they're not going to look out for me. I need to look out for myself. So I need to serve myself first. doesn't mean I'm not going to help when there's opportunity or if, like, if I see something, but... I'm going to well, look out for myself, number one, to make sure that I survive. <clears throat> when the Bible specifically talks about if you serve God and you serve other people and live a Christian life, you will always be taken care of. You, you should have said, I'll help others as long as somebody's recording it nowadays. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's, has anybody <laughs> got a true. camera on it? Hold oh, on, I'm not helping unless so somebody pulls their phone out. It's so, <laughs> it's so aggravating. Do y'all think narcissism is a form <clears throat> of self-service? Narcissism oh, 100%. is all about self. They're going to serve themselves over everyone else. How many times have we seen examples of people who, let's say they're, may have money. I'm not, again, I, I hate to use the t wealth and material possessions as a sign of metric for success, but let's say that they have been successful. They got a business doing something. How often do they want to give themselves the credit? You know, often. Oh, all the and, hard and not work, really all the... foc focus that back toward God. Like you know, it's through His blessings and and through the strength that He gave me that I've been successful. But again, it's all about a lot of people are, are too focused, I think, on serving themselves, and uh, it's a bad trend. It's it's it it really does. It's I mean, it it's... discourages me. Um, what does it mean to serve? How do we do it? Well, are we talking about in church or outside? Either way, just in general. But so, what is service? I mean, I mean, helping so others, helping others, putting other people's needs first. Is loving somebody them? a means of serving them? Yeah, absolutely. Is forgiving somebody I mean, a means of serving them? It is. How can Plus, you serve them for God in many ways? Give them something to eat, and not even like materialistic. How about this? How about you can serve somebody that just needs to get something off their chest and have someone hear them. And you oh. sit there quietly listening. I guess y'all serve me tonight. Well, I mean, so uh, if you just, so a lot of people always ask, like you're passing, or like, how are you doing today? Good. Everybody's answer is always good. But when you ask that question, mean that question. Like you're mm -hmm. actually concerned with how they're doing. And I think people can sense it, can't they? read <clears throat> people. Like people aren't, people aren't as good as masking their emotions <clears throat> as you think. Like I think I'm like a poke, but I've seen people who are like, you're in a bad mood today, and I'm like, I feel like I'm normal, but I'm 
usually in a bad mood I mean, and they can sense it. To your defense, you're normally in a bad mood. Well, I mean, <laughs> good with Jeremy. Right? I like that. I guess I'm the cranky one. So, being kind to people, like you said, Jeremy, uh, if they need something, whether it's food or or water or or, or whatever. I mean, giving people we, things that, that 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 they need that's service. I think we overcomplicate service and think that it has to be, or that you know we're like it's going to be too much of a hindrance, or or it's going to put me. You mentioned something earlier before we get on here about your comfort zone, serving others in church, serving the serving the service or serving out is taking you outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, and I think sometimes you if you don't get out of that, uh, I don't think you're going to be as good a servant as uh, that you should be. We can look at it this way too. Not just serving others, but doing it to serve God. Yeah. Hey, that's a that's great, Jeremy, that you brought that yeah. up because, yeah, uh, even though we're serving and helping others, really, all that's coming back to is that we're serving God by doing that. Yeah, and we're serving God because when we're serving others, we're loving others. Yes, and without love. Really, nothing follows after that. You got to have love before anything else can take I place. Mean, we're all supposed to be the, the intent, brothers and sisters in Christ. So we're supposed to be a family. That's right. And you take care. Like I mean, hopefully you serve your family, you know, as, as best you can if you have the ability to. But we're all supposed to be one family in Christ. Yeah. Yeah, we should brothers be. and sisters. Yeah. To look well, out for. Right. So who should you serve? I think uh, we should. Really, there's no limit to that, Jeremy. I think it's uh, I anybody, everybody that we come in contact with. What if somebody that's done horrible, horrible things, should you reach out by serving them, by preaching the gospel to them? Yeah. I think actually we've given many examples in the Bible where it's those individuals that we have to serve the most. I mean, who did, who did Jesus eat with? The sinners. Mm-hmm. And who did Jesus talk about, you know, with the, the, the physician? Yeah. Who needs a physician more? Somebody who's well or somebody who's sick? Well, this ties into last week's right. conversation or, or podcast that we had is who did Jesus die for? He died for everyone. And if that service can end up helping bring somebody into church, I mean, you're doing a greater service than you can think yeah. of. And it's usually like the small things. Like, but yeah, service doesn't stop uh, <laughs> just because we don't like somebody or they've wronged us. Yeah, I think even though some... But he's wronged us. We still have to love that person. We have to go to forgive him. And, you know, I honestly hadn't looked at it before, but you forgiveness that you had mentioned—that is a service. It yeah. is. That's absolutely a service, yeah. and that could be one of the greatest services. And like you, you said, have. what better service too than than teaching somebody, bringing the gospel of Christ to them? Well, like you said, like serving somebody to try to bring them into the church. He pointed to me. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> to Chris. Like he, he had just pointed out, to bring somebody into church. But here's the thing, too, and I think Chris means this, is that we're not talking about just bringing them into your church. I could care less if I preached the gospel to somebody, shared the gospels with somebody, as long as they found God. And I'm happy if they never show up here. They could find another church that's closer to them, or one they. As long as they find God, I've done what the best thing I can do: plant a seed. The right, the Great Commission. Yeah. Which the Great Commission, if you don't know, is uh, Jesus commanded us all to spread the word, bring people to be baptized, and you know, hopefully, have a home in heaven yeah. when it comes over. But I mean, can you do a disservice? I think service too can go against the point that. We're all viewed, right? People watch and, and they'll pay attention to how you're doing. And because you claim to be a Christian 
or try to live that way, if you're not serving and not doing what's right, people will look at that too and, and have some contempt towards Christians. Absolutely. Which it can be have a negative effect. And that I'm not saying you have to do everything in the world that anybody asks all the time. But do you think, to speak to your point, as Christians, we have to hold ourselves to a higher standard? We do. Yeah. That we're trying to be Christ-like? Well, you should. We're trying to emulate Christ's example. So, yeah, I mean, to answer I mean, your if, question, if, if yeah, the answer is yes. If we Jesus have gave to. his life for me, shouldn't I do that? That's the least you can do is try to help somebody else. And Something message. small. And it's like, okay, you've been given the greatest gift that somebody could possibly ever have. Why would you not want to share that when it's free? I don't, I don't understand it. Would you not want to expose as many people as you possibly can to that great gift that you've been given? That's service right there, my yeah. friend. I mean, <laughs> kind of trying. With a smile. Hopefully with a smile. Hopefully with a smile. But again, I think that part goes back to Great point. Comfort I'm, glad zone. You, I'm glad you went that direction with Com- that. Comfort I, zone. I think people uh, are think afraid too. of a rejection. <clears throat> Or, you know, okay. maybe, and you, and you have to be careful when you do. Like, we're going to talk in, in some future thing about atheism. Have you guys ever been in sales? Yes. No. I haven't. I want to ask you a question. And I think I know partially the answer, but talking about rejection. Mm-hmm. You know, as a salesman, that out of, say, every hundred people you contact, how many sales might you make? So if you get five? one, you're having a good day. I'll tell you, it's, if you get one, you, it's, it's pretty good. So there you go. I mean, being a Christian, if you're doing it the right way, if you're serving by spreading the gospel, you're going to get rejected. We're told that what? Only a remnant will be saved. Yes. We're told that, uh, you know, the gate to heaven is very narrow and few there will be to find it. So we already know right then, statistically, the numbers are going to be, a lot more people are going to be lost than they are saved. We know that. And to think about it this way, you don't know, that might be a no at that point. But you could have planted a seed that may not come to fruition for years to come. Well, how many people have you saved, Chris? I don't do as much service as I should. I'm asking, though. The, the tri- it's a trick question. You don't, don't save know. anybody. Don't Jesus save anybody. saves oh, That's them. true. Good point. Yeah. You just My point is, like, we got to spread the seed, as Jeremy said. Correct. God gives the increase. Yes. But, yeah, you, <clears throat> if you've gone out and you've, 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 you've at least planted that seed to that person, you've spread that seed, in a way, you've kind of done your job. I mean, isn't this the whole reason we're doing this podcast now? I hope we are. I hope so. It's because, hey, you know, selfishly speaking, it gives me joy to do Would this. you feel good, Chris, in knowing that through this podcast, and I'm asking Jeremy as well, would you two feel good knowing that through this podcast, somebody's soul has been saved? If we get one. Oh, yeah. That'd feel pretty good to me. Yeah. I would like to know if well, that ever happened. I would feel but. good if somebody said, hey, I've listened to y'all's podcast and y'all strengthened me. Y'all have helped strengthen me and... That'd be great. It wouldn't us be us strengthening, it'd be God strengthening. Correct. Yeah, but you know what? We get we get served back. We in do the process. Oh, yeah. We do, and there's times too that where we need service as well. We're human. We all fall short. Um, there's times too, and, and I've had that. Like family's been very important uh, to me and very helpful friends. Uh, I think life is one big act of service. It should be. And again, let's be careful that we don't try to go through this life serving ourselves. We don't want to exalt ourselves. We don't. We're not trying to yeah. honor and glorify ourselves. And it's something that's, I've been guilty that's of. Dangerous. I've been guilty of doing, and I, like I said, I got away from being a Christian for a long time, and that was service to myself. Uh, there was better things for me to do on Sundays. There was hmm. ser- service that I could do that for myself that made me happier. 
than what I'm doing now. But it's not, right. it wasn't the truth. I, there was never happiness out of putting myself or serving myself at the, at the highest, at the top yeah. priority. So why, why do we serve? You got a verse? I do, I do. I, I mean, not, this is not it, but yeah. It's uh, <laughs> James 2.26. For the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. What does it mean, works there? Works is serving. It's not, right here is not meaning. It's not enough to believe. You mean faith well, isn't going to get me into heaven? No, faith will get you in heaven. But here's By the itself? Thing. Yes, but here's the thing about works. When it means works here, your works is proven. It proves your faith. You don't have to have works to get in heaven, but once you have the faith, you want to do the works. See, I think that's you where I think, I think to we're go saying out there. the same point. We there, are. Is I don't think if you don't have the faith, you won't do the works. Exactly. Well, some people will run through the works just going True. through. You got to have the right. But a lot of people say, the right like place. the Catholics think, oh, you got to have the works. Here's the thing: it's not the works. The work just sh- the works just show you have faith. Would you say not, the work is a byproduct of your faith? Yes. yes. I, that's exactly. what I agree with. Yes, I think it's 100%. a very like, you, Would you say that, and I think maybe what he's trying to say, you can do work but not have faith. Yeah. You can. But I, I think if you have the, true faith, the byproduct of that, yeah. the Forget, end result well, is I'm going to be I'm drawing a blank works. on, on the, the, the guy who didn't believe in the Bible. I'm sorry. Barnabas? No, uh, no. no it was not Barnabas. Who was, I don't know. He was a, he was a great man. But he did not believe in Jesus himself. He did good works. He he served the community and did not find what like he did not believe. He didn't follow Christ. Okay. And I can't I can't I'm drawing a blank up, on who Chris. Uh while Chris is looking that up. So yeah, while, while Chris is looking that up, I was, I was gonna just speak back to what Chris had said earlier about comfort zones. We can't let our Christianity and our ability to serve others be limited and restricted because we don't have the self-confidence to uh, to go out and do it. And I'm going to kind of funnel that back to now the comfort zone within the church itself. Yeah. Because one of the questions we were, were posing is where, where are we to serve? We've, we've talked about what it means to serve, how we do it, what are some ways which we can be of service. Whom are we to serve? But inside the church, uh, why is it important that we uh, provide service there? Because that's where we need it, you know, for God. You know, we got things we do, leading prayers. And you think, well, what does there do? Leading prayers, giving out communion. I don't tell somebody that's never done it before. <laughs> it's harder to find somebody to do it than you think. Because a lot of people suffer from wanting to be in front of a crowd Stage fright? Yes. And it's really, once you start doing it, I was the first one. They used to get me back in the back room, Mr. Fred, and he'd be like, practice your prayers. And he'd take me back there for a Bible study. He's like, before we start, practice your prayer, because one day I'm going to have you up front. (laughs) And so he didn't throw me right into the fire, but he kind of led me right in there and got me more comfortable. And I realized after the first time, you know, everybody's nervous before leading the prayer, but you get more and more comfortable doing it, you know. Sure. It gets easier. I, I mean, I still I struggle with it for a while, and I've been a Christian for a long time, and then got away, and Jeremy does announcements here, and he was like, hey, you want to do the closing prayer? And I'm like, I'm not ready. I got nervous about it for some yeah. reason. I think you're so focused on messing something up that you're taken away from it for the wrong reasons anyways. You're, you're here to serve God. Do you think that's something, guys, though, if you do have some anxiety, that you can work through it, and eventually you'll – 
You'll conquer it. Practice makes oh, perfect. Yeah. I mean, you, you think that do. okay? Do you think because you have anxiety about doing something that 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 takes you off the hook for that responsibility? No. Do you think even though you have anxiety that you should yet still try to do stuff? You're serving God. What are we supposed to bear? What he buried his talent, and when he came back, that's a good one. He he came back and he, you know, dismissed him. He buried his talent. Do you think most people, if they stop and look around at their church congregation, that there's actually more that, that there's opportunities for service? Oh yeah. And do you think that a lot of people are just? Do you think there's people who are just okay with letting other people do it? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean, I've heard people say that I've done my time. Uh, let the young oh, yeah. kids do it. Yeah. Um, Find somebody else. I've heard that one. But yeah. you don't, I mean, I don't I don't get that aspect of it because, I mean, are you done serving God? Is well, it you, you said time? I've done my time. That was one of the questions I was going to ask later is, do we retire from service as Christians? No. Are you still breathing? Yeah. Is there a verse that basically says once you've uh, led 437 prayers, that's it for you guys. You're good to go. Uh, hit that pew and don't look back. Uh, you have a retirement no, ceremony. We're joking. <laughs> we retire well, your number. We got your, small, yeah. be, your pew can't be sat in anymore. On, if, if, if that's the number, we have a small church. I'm getting up on that. I'm almost done. <laughs> but it, I know you're saying that in jest. But seriously, I have year. been told that. I have been told to my face. I will, like, so-and-so, would you mind leading the prayer tonight? No, I will not. I have done my time. Find somebody else? Yeah, uh, and uh, not that same individual, but I have had that too, find somebody else. That's just crazy to me. Uh, anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that. Shouldn't you be honored to be able to serve God? You should. I think so. But I think as Christians, if we look at Jesus as an example that is that essentially his entire life and certainly the end of his life was a great service to mankind. If we're trying to emulate that, yes, we should be excited about the opportunity to serve. And I think any church that we're in, my congregation, y'all's, if we look around, I think we can find opportunities to serve. There's probably things there that that church needs help with that you could probably fill a role in doing that. You know, so I think inside the church, service, uh, I just think it's, you need to search your soul and think about it. I think we could help them out too. Like I do the announcements, so I get to pick who does the prayers and whatnot. You know, and what was done for me is we have a brother here named Bobby. He he, he helped me out a lot too is when he, he found out I was going to do the prayer, he came up to me and said, you got anything? And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of going to wing it here. <laughs> and he's like, just in case. What if Bobby's I, in and out well, that day? <laughs> I don't know. But he kind of gave me a, a, a note, and it had a Man, prayer I'm in and on out, it. Dude, I can't. But this note had a prayer on it. And he's like, if you can't think of nothing, just yeah. read this. So if you are in a church and the younger people are trying to get in it, but they're scared, maybe write a little prayer down for them and say, listen, Practice just read this. Perfect. There's nothing wrong with that. Just read this. That's what was done for You're me. And I appreciated it a whole lot. We have kids some of the younger guys at church and they'll oftentimes um, they'll write something out. I don't know if they write the whole thing out or they just put some bullet points down, but they've got a little aid there and I don't see one. There is no problem with it. God doesn't see a problem with no, it. And that's just helping them but to serve. If you're coming from your heart with that prayer, uh, there's absolutely no problem. Yeah. And I'll brag, I'll brag on, on you, Jeff, about this, that we, Jeremy and I are co to a, a smaller church and Jeff 
Jeff went has goes to a, a, another one with his daughter. So, but Jeff used to attend here, and when he was here, he was like our greeter. And you never yeah. thought about that as a service, did you? I you never was up no, there. I just I, I to like just to talk. I do guess. that, and, and since you left, there's been a hole with that that we need to. I feel well, like that, we need to, that that needs to be filled. It, it it does need to be filled because it's it's a role and that that's you a, played so well, and, and I'm sure you do it at, at your church there. But I mean, there's been assigned greeters, and again, our church isn't big, but there's no excuse for us to not. Do you think that's something that maybe I'll need to do? <clears throat> yes. Oh yeah. Because when somebody comes in that door that's not say part of this congregation. I think it's important to make them feel welcome. You gotta oh, make yeah. them feel welcome. Because if you don't, they may not show up again next time. If they don't feel comfortable here, like people even care that they're here, why would and they we're come all very back? Very friendly. Yeah. Like our church is very welcoming and friendly and stuff like that. It's just that initial point when you walk yeah. in too that that he's a greeter and you you did a great job doing. Thanks. That, I, you know? I I never no, really and you probably didn't it, see but... that's a service yeah, too. Like, I tell you something all... he done for me. It's the first time leading a song. I hated it, by the oh way. My hated it. Terrified it is, uh, As I started singing, Jeff was in the very back. He locked the door, and when everybody got back to the door, he's like, I've already locked it. <laughs> sit back that. down. <laughs> he's like, sit back down. I was like, I will thank you, Jeff. Right now, Let me continue I with Amazing Grace. I am terrified to death of leading a song. I cannot read music. Just start the first word, and everybody else gets it. But you know what? Again, back to your the comfort zone thing. I think that limits a lot of folks. I really think it does. I think a lot of people just, and they'll tell you, and I think they've already convinced themselves. Well, I just don't do that. I'm not good at that. That isn't the comfort, or okay, maybe not, but you mentioned something that is scarier than the comfort zone. It's the desire. Well, okay, think of it like this. any longer. In service to to Christ, we all have different talent sets, right? Yeah. There may be certain things that Jeremy does that's, a lot better than what me and you could do, Chris, and vice versa. We're still but that still doesn't. Well, we'll find it one of these days. <laughs> but the point is, just because somebody does it better doesn't mean we shouldn't do it at all. Yeah. Because, like the talent, we're always trying to increase our ability. And and we we again, I've used the the analogy about the muscle. But it's like anything else. If you, if you work at something, you're going to become stronger at it. But how do you not grow a church if you're not building the people you that don't. aren't as good at some of the stuff? Like, eventually, I probably will try a song. I'm terrified of death. But I will try one. And you got to start somewhere. But I, I will say on Jeremy's thing, Jeremy, I, I, I never thought you would lead one because I thought he was just nervous about being in front of people. But he does everything. Bobby's again, the same way. And there's... There's some people that's not they're good and everybody has a strength that they'll do. I get it. Not everybody's gonna lead a song. Um but you know, it's just it's just the point of, of trying and growing. But if you're not growing other people to at least try to experience so they can do it, then you can't really grow your church, maybe. But you can't stop because you, you can't not do something because you're scared of it. But to your point, yeah, you're nervous about it, but you know what I can do afterwards? I can encourage you, Chris. Yeah. I can say, man, that was, you know, and that's how we work. That's part of the process of growing through services. I'm, I'm still, go back, I'm more nervous about the desire thing. The desire. Well, and I think so, that's cause, scary cause too. That because that has to be. Well, we asked the question, Chris, are there people perfectly, I don't, I don't know if we actually, we talked about this before we went on the air, but are there people who are just, as soon as they walk in and they sit down, and that's that's it for them. They're completely happy. I mean, that's maybe 
Do you think there's people who are complacent and that's it for them? They don't care if they do anything? Maybe they would be happy if they did. They, they might be happier. It. Yeah. But I think we all know that there's certain people who just... Uh, some people you're not... Some don't do happy. much of nothing. Yeah. And I, I think that's all we're speaking to. And, I, th- here, and so. I think I've fallen into... I think mine is more of a comfort zone thing about service than the desire thing. But it's that's a, that's a scary thing to think of. Because Jesus never stopped. So why would we, why should, or shouldn't our desire, I would hope that as we grow in Christians, as a, as a Christian, that our desire becomes stronger. I think it should, to Chris. Too, to teach the, the young of, yeah. of how to, you know. There's something we can all do. And I hope I didn't come across too critical. No, no. I think I what I'm trying to get at it within the church itself, and again, with outside the church, service is something, I think it's a self of Self-evaluation. I think we need to look deep within ourselves. Do we have the desire? Well, that's why we have the And if word. you have the desire, are you letting self-doubt hold you back? See, that's where I feel like I fall, is the desire to, and but the, 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 the quote, if you think you can, Chris, or if you think you can't, sometimes you're right. Or I think... You got one guy that says, I can. The other guy says, I can't. Well, they're both right. That's what I'm trying to get at. If you believe you can't do something, you're probably not going to, is all I'm trying to say. Well, let's you got to have a positive attitude yeah. about it. And you got to pray on it, maybe. You yeah, do. That's big, yeah. Pray for strength. And then we had talked about this earlier. Just because we pray for something, does God give it to us? And Jeremy and Jeff had a really good point that we may not get the immediate strength to do something or the skill set, but God will give us the opportunity to grow that strength. Yeah. You guys had mentioned that a little bit earlier. Let's look at it this way, too. Say you're very uncomfortable serving in any capacity in the church or out of the church. What are easy ways to, to pick it up and take baby steps? How about you get on Amazon, order some track gospel tracks, okay? And what do you say? Well, what am I going to do with that? Well, if you go out and eat dinner, leave the tip, leave the gospel track. Mm-hmm. Go get fast food. You go to McDonald's when you hand the money. Animal gospel track. That's spreading the word, I you guess. Know? You know? And, and that's just baby steps. And the more you do it, the more comfortable you'll get. And you'll lead you to other things to where you want to talk about it more with people that I, you don't know. I guarantee you one of those times handing a track, it'll spark a conversation. Oh, yeah. That's what you want. That's just Especially helps you end there. that might have been the time that it reaches out to someone who is in need and is ready to hear. Yeah. And it may be a blessing for you if they talk because it leads you as like, oh, that wasn't bad. That was actually very easy, which leads you to talk to more people. And if those of us who are doing certain things and have overcome those anxieties, are we doing enough to encourage others? Oh, we're never doing enough. I mean, there's no. never enough. <laughs> I think that's another thing. In my I, opinion, you I know. fall short on too. It's I like, don't mind going out and helping anybody. Like I help my neighbors all the time. There's a little old lady across the street. Um, I don't call her old, but I always help her with her stuff like that. I never mind. It makes me feel good actually doing it. I actually hope she listens to this podcast. And like, <laughs> <laughs> we might need to edit that out. She's gonna be mad about that one. Uh, but it makes me feel good. But there's. There's service feels good, right? There's more encouragement I need to do inside the church, too, and and outside to bring people in. Well, guys, closing out, um, we'll get some final thoughts. Chris, what's your thoughts on how does a servant, how how does being a servant relate to being a Christian? I mean, it, the very first verse we read, Jesus Jesus is the example that we are to follow, and he was a servant. It says numerous times in the Bible. Just type in Bible serve and you'll get like 128. 
Chairman, what do you think about I mean, he said it perfectly. You know, to be a I Christian is to be an immature of God. And I dropped the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just as he said, we look to Christ as our example, and Christ, you know, it was all about service, and that's how we should be too. Well, good talk, guys. Uh, I hope a lot of people out there find this encouraging. I most certainly did, and uh, and I just think it's something we have to uh, we have to focus on. We got to think about it. And I would uh, I would challenge anybody listening who uh, just m- don't don't grow complacent. Uh, I can't remember which one of you said it, but this helps us. It's a self evaluation. It is because it's it a makes me think or try to think about what more that I could do. Yeah, and that's all we're asking people out there to uh, to look around your church. I guarantee you, there's stuff that, uh, that that that's needed there. There's ways that you can help out, and uh, if it's standing at the front door and saying hi to everybody as they get there, yeah, I, I think it's over overlooked. I think you were right on that one. Jeremy, tell our uh, listeners uh, where they can find us. You can find us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you want to get hold of us, you can find us on Facebook on the group of um, cousins for christ and uh, we'd love to hear from you and if you want to respond and have anything you want to hear us talk about or have a question please don't hesitate to drop a comment and anywhere on it or just make a comment and we'll be happy to get back with you and talk to you about it or even talk about it on here and it only helps us too if you're on facebook and you like our page just to follow us as well uh, we're really trying to hit up to 100 so we can see all the names in there that we can thank you personally or if, you're, if you reach out, we know exactly who's reaching out to us and, and who are, you know, we're trying to build a community with this. Jer- talking about community, Jeremy, tell our listeners just uh, a few of the places that uh, that we're getting some downloads from, some uh, of our reach. Our biggest is Spotify. Uh, oh, with our countries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've got people that listen in Belgium. We've had someone listen Thank in you for that. Denmark. Thank you for that. And we've had people <laughs> listen in England. We've had a big portion listen to in Kansas. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nashville. So it is actually getting out there. And, and we appreciate if you listen to it here in the small town we live in, of White Bluff or Dixon County, we love y'all. And we appreciate it more than you know. Absolutely. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you. It was was good. I learned a lot doing this one. Chris, you want to close us out with a word of prayer? Dear Father in Heaven, we thank you for this beautiful day and this opportunity that you've given us to come here and and talk about your word and and hopefully, you know, talk about things that that help people, that will strike a chord and and to make people better Christians. Hopefully we can use the messages and the the word that you've given us to make make ourselves better, uh, better Christians for you and to to serve and, and to be more like you and, and serve all those around us. Dear Father, we the things that we talked about today may bring somebody in to your fold. Uh, as we go through the rest of this week, please hold your hand up over us. God, guard, and direct us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.